Hey everyone, welcome back to another Playing Around with Playbook. Trista here. Today we're going to be talking to Tanner Gus, the founder of the Happy Musicians podcast. So super excited to talk to him. So let's just give him a second to log on. Hi. Hi, Tanner. How's it going? Hi, Mickey. (laughs) All right. Hi. How's it going? Uh, Going well. Good to see you. Awesome. Yeah, thanks so much for being here with us today. Um, Sorry for the delay. We were waiting to see if Sammy would be joining us, but I think that he won't be today. All good? Yeah, yeah, of course. So let me just introduce you for our playbook audience. So this is Tanner from the Happy Musicians podcast, one of my favorite podcasts, actually. So super excited about that. Uh, Tanner graduated from Indiana University, Jacobs School of Music in 2019 as a recipient of the Kenny Aronoff Scholarship Program. He's also awarded the 2017 Hal Leonard Collegiate Scholarship by the Gen Jazz Education Network. Since then, Tanner has founded the Uplifting Podcast, The Happy Musicians, in 2019 and continues to share his music with the New Orleans community. So to start us off, I want to ask you our staple playbook question. What have you been listening to lately? Oh, I'm doing this like a rock record. Um, Just like confirmed it all yesterday. So we're going to do like a whole week of rehearsal and three days in the studio. Oh, wow. Writing. So there's a couple records in that vein that I've been really into. There's this like collective Black Country New Road, mm. like an in- indie jazz <laughs> from England that's super cool. And their new album, Ants, from up there is like incredible. And then there's this other record, uh, by a group called Big Thief, which is another like kind of super group. Um, and I don't like the name of that record, their new record's long and I don't remember what it is, but mm. the song just incredible, so. Interesting, I'll have to get on the indie rock wave. I'm not, not too familiar. <laughs> it's a lot of fun to spend time in some different veins and I'm like more excited than I have been in a long time about having like this project and <laughs> something to new to work on yeah awesome awesome so on the note of the happy musicians podcast i'm sure you get this question quite a lot what inspired you to create the podcast being trying to be a musician and feeling completely overwhelmed and desperately wanting some kind of direction from someone who had done it already of like how do i do this and not end up like the older musicians who I'm playing with who have been doing this for like decades. And everyone told me in school that like, you know, like all the messaging was just about getting the gig. So I was getting gigs and seeing people who had gotten gigs for a long time and that didn't seem to actually make them happy. And I didn't feel any sense of completion when I got gigs. Mm. I just felt more anxious, like I needed to get more and better ones. And I just saw something wrong in that equation. 
And then I tried to find a podcast or something out there. Like there was effortless mastery, but that was like 20 years ago, you know? Mm, um, yeah. And, <clears throat> and I just couldn't find anything. So really the podcast has been me like genuinely, uh, what's up, Josh? Um, <laughs> uh, incredible percussionist. Um, a lot of and, drummers on this live stream. <laughs> much love in the percussion family. But I'm <laughs> like, the way I treat the whole thing is like, I'm, I'm asking questions that I really need the answers to, mm. or I need answers because uh, I don't have them. And I see these musicians out here who seem to be actually really in love with what they're doing. And I want some of that. <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. Um, do you have a particular episode or a few slew of episodes that you've recorded that have been like, the most insightful or um, that particularly stand, stand out to you? Yeah, I have, there's actually a page, if you go to the happymusicians.com slash categories, I have tried to break them down so you can find something that's helpful for you. And I do have some favorites listed there as well. Um, and you might just start with like, well, I just mentioned him, um, Kenny Warner was on there. We talked about his new book, uh, but like there's one with Michael Patrick Avery that I really loved. Uh, the one with Josh is awesome. It's all about technique and embodying emotion. But I do, even though it's like a long form conversation podcast, it's not just like, okay, what does happiness mean to you? Um, they're very structured and tailored to people with specific answers that I'm looking for. And mm -hmm. so hopefully it'll be helpful to actually find like, okay, this episode can help me with like imposter syndrome or I just moved to a new scene and this is terrifying and I don't know how to meet people or, or any number of things. So that would probably be the best way to to find an episode that's useful for you right now and just a few of my favorites. But, yeah, of course. Can you name like one favorite that you have? Or... Yeah, I well, I just did this one with this guy, Rushad Eggleston, who's just this like super eccentric, wild <laughs> cello player who went from Berkeley and was like launching into the folk world and what's up Sammy I'll be quiet I just came to listen I'm, yeah. out, I'm outnumbered by drummers now <laughs> but I thought that was incredible like a glimpse at a musician who has decided to do their own thing mm -hmm. even though in a lot of ways it's like completely sabotaged their career from the outside but they feel more inspired than ever and they're actually doing the thing that they want to do and to other people, it's like, this person's crazy and, and <laughs> it's, it's quite eccentric. But that episode for me has been one of the most powerful today. I think that was that was 68, so two episodes ago. Yeah, of course, of course. Um, Aside from uh, the podcast, do you have a particular educator or musician that inspired you when you were younger to pursue music? Mm. I, I don't know how I made it as far as I did. <laughs> like... Um, as far, like, I don't feel like I had very strong music educators, like before I got into high school. And even then it was like, just ended up going to music school. And then I feel like I finally found some educators that were in incredibly supportive and, and it opened up a new world for me. Um, my, my parents certainly gave me a lot of encouragement, but Utah is, is a small community and, and especially like jazz music, it, it's hard to find there. So I I would give a special shout out to the teacher that I found at school that I studied with Steve Houghton, who was like the exact 
person I needed. Um, mm. and, and even to this day, like I'm in great contact with and, and a huge mentor. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you for that. Um, between gigging, practicing and, cre you know, creating the podcast, like scheduling everything. I'm sure, you know, times get tough, times get busy. It's easy to feel down, but I mean, with your, you know, uplifting podcast in itself, do you have um, any specific mantras that kind of um, have guided you overall? Definitely. Well, like the career of the show is it's not about getting the gig. It's about enjoying it. So I, try to like when I finish finish up playing try not to launch into like whatever's next and actually take a second mm. to evaluate what just happened and kind of sit in in the music that we made and enjoy it for a minute yeah um, but I do it is it is a whole lot to handle right now but that's I mean that's the thing I just keep coming back to is is how do I <laughs> How do I stay with what I'm doing and give myself credit for it and enjoy it as it's happening? So that should be easy to do, but I find it actually really hard to devote energy to that as opposed mm -hmm. to like putting all your energy into the thing that you want to do in two weeks or five years. Yeah, of course. Shout out to our dear friend, Mickey Smith Jr. Who's here. Hey, Mickey. <laughs> That's some exciting news. Tanner, I want to say your haircut looks amazing. First of all, I know for people who... Um, I want to I wanna just bring up one thing about what you're saying here, and, and that's, like, to stay with something. It's one thing. People always have ideas, but, like, in the case of your podcast, like, it's something that you started. And I don't know when you started, you're like, I'm going to do, like, really be consistent and do so many of these. Like, that follow-through is what really separates the doers from the talkers. And I think it's so cool that you've, like, created this this breadth of work that other people now can go to as a source of strength the source of comfort i mean those like I, I told tanner the one he did with matt wilson was like i come back to that i think it's like such an incredible moment and uh and he's so sincere and the one with walter smith you uh, walter smith the third um but just like how hard it is and i would encourage people to stick with it whatever thing you're doing just keep doing that thing and don't like you'll have a million reasons to give up and tanner is a great example of someone who just sticks with the thing he's doing stay in his lane this is what I do. Like, whether you like it or not, this is who I am. So yeah. I want to just give some props to Tanner for that. And it is, so it's been like over two years, episode 70 comes out on Monday with Surreal May, the vocalist, uh, which, I mean, is exciting. But even I, like every week, have to catch myself from just looking at the numbers of like, how many listeners do I have and realize that I talked to this person because they had information that I wanted. And that's mm. the real reason I'm doing this is almost like <laughs> a guise to have conversations that I think are incredible, you know, and hopefully everyone gets something out of it, but trying to take that same thing and funnel like why I'm playing music through it is helpful too, because I'm not, I'm not practicing to get a gig and I'm not practicing to end up on some list that says I'm like this amount of good at playing the drums. I'm practicing because connecting with music is a beautiful thing and that's, how I want to spend my time. So when I'm doing it, I want to actually enjoy that as it's happening. And like when I'm, when I'm practicing, I want to focus on connecting with the instrument, not Ooh. does this mean about like, am I ready for this next thing? Mm. Because yeah. I don't, I think a lot of times when you get really technical and I, and, and my Josh was on here 
Josh Jones, super technical guy, um, but his he found a way to express like his humanity through that. And that's something I think a lot about is like, how can I grow and explore the instrument and myself? And mm. that's actually what practices for me. And even performing, like I've had some gigs that have just been like incredible musical experiences. And it feels like I'm exploring on the bandstand, not like I'm just trying new things out and I have trust from the band to let me do that. And I feel so connected to my body and the instrument that the ideas are coming out. And it's, it's not like regurgitating something I've prepared. It is creating the moment. Mm. And I feel like I've only just recently found a taste of that thing. And it was amazing. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much for sharing that. Well, to close this out, I want to ask you our last question. Why do you feel platforms like Playbook and other digital learning platforms are so important in today's classroom? I always forget that, like, especially with jazz, I mean, getting a music ed degree is really hard and you have to learn how to teach so many different things. And I th do think jazz is the one that gets neglected a lot. So mm. a lot of people in middle school and high school just don't have access to an educator who has had enough time with black American music to teach it at a level that could like inspire musicians doing that. Even so I do find that really exciting. And I also like that the thing is kind of the congregation and it's a band finding different opportunities to spread the community and the connection that they have with each other. Mm. Um, and in general, I, I prefer like I'm still all about like person to person things. And I talked to Sammy about this in our episode about you thought that too. And then I appreciate that you're aware of that. And you're thinking like, how can we take, how can we try to bring that to the digital model? Because one thing I am wary of right now is a lot of people are trying to create a digital platform and reach as many people as possible. And at the same time, there's people in their local communities that are like looking for a music teacher. And so there's kind of a disconnect there. Uh, and I appreciate that at Playbook, y'all are aware of that and, and trying to make it personal. Yeah, of course. Thank you so much for that answer and for being here with us today. It was great hearing about your experiences and your perspective. So everyone, you know, continue and go follow the Happy Musicians podcast. Check it out at thehappymusicians.com. And also <clears throat> give us a follow at Playbook Jazz and check us out at thisisplaybook.com. So I'm going to sign off now, but thank you again, Tanner. It was great. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Bye. Thanks for listening, everyone. Bye-bye.